Hey, I'm Ben. And I'm Evan. And welcome to Coffee Break. Hello, and welcome to episode two of Coffee Break with Ben and Evan. Um, before, we're, before we're starting off today, I want to just take a quick second to say a really big thank you to everybody who has tuned in and listened to us, everybody who's followed our Instagram, and for all the feedback that you guys have given us. It really means a lot, and it's really cool to see. We've honestly had about 10 times the following that I ever dreamed we would yeah. so far. Um, like, cause our, I think our Instagram now is up to probably close to 140, 150 followers. I think we got 150, 50 today. So yeah, that's more than I had in my first year on Instagram, <laughs> honestly. So, and like, and I know the, the stuff on YouTube is like, I think we're in the hundreds on YouTube now. So that's absolutely unbelievable. And thank you guys so much for all of that. And for just giving us a chance to try this out. Yeah. Um, just going off that definitely stay and uh, we'll definitely be keeping up with our schedule. I think we're, what we're going to do is we're going to get a schedule going where we do about uh, two a week, mm-hmm. hopefully, whether it's um, us, just us, me and Evan talking, um, or we get someone else to do maybe an interview or something like that. So Yeah, what we would like to do ideally, um, if our schedules allow and do two a week, um, we would like to have one where it's just us talking and then uh, possibly have the second one be an interview uh, with, with somebody, um, of our choice or somebody who we think would be interesting for that week. Uh, so that's what you can look for in the future. Um, but starting it off today, uh, we put out an Instagram poll after our first episode, uh, two of them actually about, uh, people's favorite Halloween candies and another one about Christmas music. So Ben, I'm going to let you read out the, uh, the results of the Halloween candy survey. All right. So basically, you know, Halloween was last week. And something that, you know, as high schoolers, Halloween is more of a time for parties, more of a time for get-togethers, carving pumpkins, not really trick-or-treating. But that doesn't mean that we're not going to eat loads of candy. And I think that um, everybody has their favorite candies. You know, when you go door-to-door, sometimes you'll get gross things like Whoppers. I don't know a single person who eats Whoppers, or at least a single person who's over the age of uh, under the age of 18 who eats whoppers i think all the old people they go, they go 18 i would try like 50 yeah i don't think i've seen anyone under 50 <laughs> yeah eating whoppers. Those, that's, like the, that's the grandpa candy <laughs> it's up there with tootsie rolls okay i like tootsie rolls come <laughs> on i ate a tootsie roll during seventh bell today i'm not lying <laughs> we were watching a movie i just, just i just pulled it out in. of my pocket and i just went for it just went it was for amazing. it um all right so instagram has spoken let's hear what they had to say so i sent out a survey 1v1 on just little challenges number one was m&ms and skittles personally i would have said m&ms what do you what would you say what would m&ms you say? all m&ms. the way 100 percent. m&ms did win but not by much m&ms 68 skittles with 53 okay. so people right. like tasting the rainbow <laughs> share the rainbow <laughs> Taste the rainbow. All right. Second, we got Kit Kats versus Twix, which, if you ask me, was obvious. But apparently, it wasn't that obvious. I like Twix. I'm a more of a left Twix kind of guy. Um, <laughs> Kit Kat won 66-51. Reese's versus Hershey Bar. This wasn't even close. It shouldn't have been. You're right. 
Reese's with 86, Hershey Bar 29. I mean, thank you, people, for speaking some sense. Yes. Uh, we have two more. Uh, this one's Twizzlers versus Airhead. Airheads, my bad. And, you know, if you ask me, I, I like Twizzlers better than Airheads, but majority of the vote says Airheads with 66 votes. Then we have Twizzlers with 49 votes. I personally can't stand Twizzlers. I'm going to put it out there. I can't stand them. Just me, though. Well, Just an opinion, all though. All right. Instagram agrees with me, but just an opinion. All right. Uh, this last one, I thought this was going to be hard, but I guess people, again, like, it really shocked me with all these. Jolly Ranchers versus Double Bubble. And Jolly Ranchers took a commanding dub with 84. And Double Bubble took 35, which is kind of mind-boggling to me. I don't know why. I mean, I guess bubble gum is just kind of an old thing. People aren't into it as much anymore. And you chew it, you chew it for 10 seconds. That's and it's, true. And I mean, it's gone. It's an amazing, like, 10, 15 seconds. Like, it's the best, like, taste you'll ever get out of a gum for 10 seconds. And then you're just chewing this piece of rubber. Yeah, but, it's kind of nasty. Um, our next survey we did was about Christmas music. And as you've probably heard, some radio stations are already playing Christmas music and have been for weeks. So we asked you guys, when is the most appropriate time to play Christmas music? When should we start? Um, the most popular answer we had was after Thanksgiving, which I myself 100% agree yeah. with because Thanksgiving matters too. Yep, and don't, don't neglect Thanksgiving. And, and, and the thing is, there's no Thanksgiving music. Who's going to wake up and, and make some Thanksgiving music? It's about Young time. Young gravy? No. <laughs> <laughs> but like some good Thanksgiving That's music. That's true. I don't think there's... If you can give me a Thanksgiving song... Hey, no. I'll, I'll repeat all day long. <laughs> um, the next answer we had was November 1st, which, I mean, yeah, I, I see how like that would be one, but... Which is basically after Halloween. After Halloween, but you, you, can't, you can't forget about Thanksgiving. All right, um, up next, uh, we had a lot of people just saying now. Um, we had uh, Black Friday. Uh, Peyton Box says, whenever Ben doesn't want it to be played. Yeah, because... <laughs> The thing is, I, it takes a while for me to get ready for Christmas. When the last day of midterms, I'm ready for Christmas. I agree. I have priorities. <laughs> um, our good friend Damar, our worship leader, says all year long, which... Which is disgusting. Damar, I love you, but no. And the thing is, as soon as Christmas is over, nothing. I don't want any more holly jolly, no more winter time. Silent night can leave. <laughs> all right. Make it a noisy night. Yes. <laughs> Um, and last but not least, Matthew Cadnar, which if you're listening to this, I miss you, buddy. Matthew Cadnar says November 26th at 10 a.m., which I mean, if you got to get that specific, yeah, I'd be on board with that. <laughs> 10 a.m. I guess there's, there's something about that time. There's something about it. You just get in the spirit. <laughs> okay. So the main thing we, we wanted to get into for this episode um, was suggested to us uh, by our good friend, Sarah Koopman. Uh, she wanted us to talk about our favorite conspiracy theories, yep. which is a pretty interesting topic um, to go into. Another thing we did is, as we like to do here, we asked you guys on Instagram what conspiracy theories you guys liked. And we, we didn't get a ton of responses. Um, which is but, okay. Which is completely fine. But we did get a few, and um, I'll, I'll share those with you right now. Um, the first one we have from Grace Vanderwood. Uh, she says, Jim Jung is immortal. I don't really think that's a conspiracy because it's just true. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's one. Thank you very much, Grace. Um, up next from another Grace, Grace Goodwin, who says, 
Flagel and Sam are long lost brothers. Um, I don't see it. Maybe I really don't see it. I'm not weird. sure which Sam you're referring to. I mean, I know a lot of Sams, but I mean, okay. Uh, the next one is my personal favorite uh, from KT Howarth on Instagram, better known as Miss Schinkle, who says, Dr. Pole is actually Gru from Despicable Me. Freeze Ray. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That one's got to be my favorite because I didn't even think about that until now. Mr. Clean. <laughs> <laughs> I actually like Gru better. I think he has Gru the look beautiful. for it. Yeah. Gru is beautiful. And he he has like, Dr. Pole is a nice guy and like all friendly, but I think he's got a little bit of that evil mastermind type of persona. People could agree him. with you probably. Um, all right. Um, up next, let's go into, I want to talk about our conspiracy theories. Yeah. Um, and just sort of bring these up. I, I, we don't want to make this take too long and go into too much detail about them. But my probably my favorite conspiracy theory, the one that I actually spent the most time on, was the conspiracy theory that Paul McCartney of the Beatles died sometime in the mid-1960s and was then replaced by a lookalike for the rest of the Beatles' career and is, to this day, still the, the person we know as Paul McCartney is a double. Mm. This kept me on YouTube for so many hours, like more than I am willing to admit about this because apparently how it started was in like right around the time I think Abbey Road came out, which was like 1969, maybe late 60s, um, a bunch of college students started like looking into this and started seeing clues on all these Beatles albums. So I think there's something about how the back cover of Abbey Road has um, this little pattern in the rocks that looks like a three, therefore signifying that there are only three living Beatles. And then the album cover of uh, uh, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, which is very famous in itself, um, they, said, they said something about how in that cover, Paul McCartney looks so much taller than all the other Beatles, which he usually wasn't. So that was another clue. And then there was something in the lyrics and all of that. And then I think the most famous like example of this and i think paul mccartney himself obviously i don't believe this theory but paul mccartney himself has actually talked about this and the most famous one is where people have said on the cover of abbey road paul is the only person who's not wearing shoes and his eyes are closed therefore signifying that he would be a corpse because when you're buried you're usually not buried with shoes on and his eyes were closed where everywhere as everybody else's eyes were open so, I, I mean, I don't know. If you want to look into it, look into it. But it occupied a ton of my time that probably could have been spent much more productively. <laughs> but, I mean, that, that's just one I've heard a lot of. Um, so, believe what you will. Look into it if you want to. And the thing is, there are not just Paul McCartney. Like, I also did my research on just some weird conspiracy theories that are still relevant to this day. And there's conspiracy theories that, you know... No, Michael Jackson, you know, he, like, there's been several Michael Jacksons and that his whole disease thing was just a complete made-up story, which I think is, I mean, I don't really care, to be honest, because the thing is, at the end of the day, music is still good, if you ask me. And I just feel like people are, people just want, it, it all starts with the media, if you ask me, conspiracy theories. For sure. Because it's just, how can I get a funny story out? Oh, Okay, Paul McCartney actually hasn't been alive for several years. 
It's the same thing with uh, <laughs> Tupac, too, because there's so many people that love to hey. say, oh, Tupac's still alive. He's on some island enjoying his riches or whatever. But, I mean, it's really just wasting time and just trying to get, get a thing out there and just get people, like, occupied and kind of stir them up a little bit. Conspiracy. Yep. Uh, one that always seems to, you know, make me just wonder what are people on is the flat earth people. Why? Why in the world? Haven't we gotten past this as a species? Like, I, I'm pretty sure we've done technological things like, that are way beyond this. <laughs> um, it, I don't know, dude. It just always gets... Um, I'm, I'm reading ESPN, and just one day Kyrie Irving believes that the world is flat. Really now, does he? <laughs> That's like when you get mad at somebody, everybody, all the flat earthers get in a group and they say, take him to the edge. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck finding that one. Um, but definitely, I think that is one of the most unnecessary conspiracy theories of all time. And if you do, if you do believe the earth is flat, please feel free to inform us why you believe the earth is flat. I mean, more power to you. I- I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna try to take away anybody's beliefs. But come on now, <laughs> come on now. <laughs> um, one more I wanted to bring up that I mean, th- this has kind of started to become more of a running joke between you and me because I know you've mentioned this a couple of times. Mm-hmm. This is CHEA conspiracy theory. Uh. How many people would like to believe? Like, I- I'm not. I'm not even saying I think this is true. But how how cool would this be? If there was a basement level to CHCA below Miracle Commons where there was a pool. I really want it to happen. How awesome would that be? I, I think like this is this was a dream I actually had freshman year walking into Miracle Commons and I just look at the tile. I'm like, this looks like a pool tile. And I'm just like, there was an outlet in the middle of the it's still there, I'm pretty sure. There's an outlet in the middle of the floor of Miracle Commons. Why is that there? Hey. Like, dude. It's got to be a button or something like that. You just, Why do you think they never want people on the elevator? I don't. You can go down one more. <laughs> the, hey, they're conspiracy, there baby. There we go. That there we go. Big. We're building on this. We have some people to talk to. I think to. if there was ever a time to find it out, it would have been when they were doing all the construction and putting in the new stairs, because I think that's when it was the most vulnerable. You're right. Yeah. Maybe if, maybe it was something else that there could have been a clue when they were putting in the new stairs like it could have been something changing with the pool too like Mm. when they took out the old stairs they took out the diving board (laughs) (laughs) i love it oh man but i mean there's conspiracy theories out there that um about our school that are just like no i mean people don't still don't think that there's actually a basement to the school but there really is there is i mean every time how how many times have you heard this people that have been in the theater when we're having like a tornado drill or something everybody's like all right go down the basement of the theater let's get in the dressing rooms and people are like the theater has a basement (laughs) yeah what it's funny um but what i don't know if you know this but so i spent a lot of time in elementary school when I was going through going up at CHA because my dad's a teacher and I would always get bored because, you know, there was nothing much really in elementary school besides, you know, peewee footballs and hoops that are five feet tall. So you just walk through the hallways and there was one time this big closet door open and there was a custodian at the time, Mr. Bagby, who is a living legend 
at CHCA and will always be a living legend. And if you know who Mr. Bagby is, you know what I'm talking about. Most loving guy you'll ever meet in, in your life. He's a dad. Um, but one day he left the closet door open, so I decided to go in the closet thinking that I could find something to do. Or, and, I, and I see these stairs, right? And I'm like, wait, where do these go to? There was a downstairs to the elementary school. Really? I do not know what it is. It's probably just storage, but it was like, like a the boiler room or something. I, dude, I don't know. Maybe that's where preschool is. I, <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Um, but it, it was so, I remember I was like, my life's changed forever. I don't think I can ever look at the school the same. Cause like there's more to this school. Maybe that's where the tuition goes. Maybe. Maybe. Hey, Hey, we never know. Could go to the pool too. That's Yep. <laughs> Indoor tennis courts. Um, I know you mentioned things never looking the same and never being able to look at things the same. And that one, uh, I want to use that to bring us to our next point about something I'm sure a lot of people have heard of called uh, the Mandela effect. And basically what it is, um, is for like really, really commonplace things in your life, like things you've seen a lot of, you might remember them a different way than they actually are. Like um, a really common thing with this is in spelling of, of certain things and like in the way things are um, like are typed or are written somewhere, you might think because it sounds this way, it's spelled this way and you might have that memory of it. But in reality, that's not true. And the, I just have a new example of this that we didn't even plan on because in our candy survey, when you wrote Jolly Ranchers versus Double Bubble, you spelled Double Bubble D-O-U-B-L-E-B-U-B-B-L-E. Which is which double is incorrect, bubble. really? Because it's actually spelled D U B B L E B U B B L E. Double. Yeah, they spell double the same way as they spell bubble. Huh. So that's one. That's another just perfect example Whoa. of it. You never think of. Wow. Well, there. That's a good intro to the topic. exactly. Um. So basically, Mandela effect has been going. It's been more popular uh, more recently. Um. But it's basically this idea that. You see things differently and you hear things differently than it really is. Um, just to throw out some examples, I, I want to hear your guys' responses to this because there is some whack stuff. With like, There's some stuff that everyone's been saying wrong. Yeah, like, you, I, yeah, I remember you mentioned these to me today. I, I had never thought about yeah, this before. People sound very silly. Um, one that's popular that you might even know, but to this day, I still don't know why people still go on to say this. In Star Wars, whether you're a Star Wars fan or not, you will know this phrase. Darth Vader says to Luke, or at least I thought he said to Luke, Luke, I am your father. One of the most famous lines in movie history, but that's not even actually the line. He says, instead of Luke, I am your father, he goes, no, I am your father. Which, which I mean, if his you name know it, you know it. No. His name is not, <laughs> his name is Luke. And every time I hear that, I'm just... What? Like, come on, we've all been saying this wrong. Another commonplace one with spelling you might not think of is with Fruit Loops. Everybody knows the word fruit is spelled F-R-U-I-T, but if you ever look at a box of Fruit Loops, it's F-R-O-O-T-L-O-O-P-S. Same thing with Double Bubble. It's just some, some little trick they put in to kind of make it look similar, but nothing that you'd ever think of or would ever recognize that it's out of the ordinary. Yeah, it's, it's definitely whack- Whack, whack. And something that uh, I was also looking at today was a bunch of logos. So there's things that go from, you know, Kit Kat not having the dash in it. So you might think Kit Kat has a dash in it between the K-I-T 
and then the K-A-T. It's legit one word. Like, they make it seem like it's one word. And it's just, what's, like, that's all I can, it's just so hard for me to comprehend. Um, another really weird one is Oscar Mayer, the hot dog company, or what people call him is um, Oscar, Oscar Mayer Wieners back in the day. Let me just, this is what a description says online. The jingle went like this. My baloney has a first name. It's O-S-C-A-R. My baloney has a second name. M-A-Y-E-R. So it's more like Oscar Mayer than Oscar Meyer. But how many people think right now, even you might have never even seen an Oscar Mayer like, package or anything, how many people would think it's M-E-Y-E-R? Yeah. It's that not. one blew my mind today. Yeah, that is insane. Uh, one that really messes me up that I didn't know until about yesterday when I started researching this stuff is um, my favorite, one of my favorite bands of all time, Queen, which we'll get to later today. Um, and their song, We Are the Champions, people think that it ends with no time for losers because we are the champions of the world. Because that's the chorus that they repeat all through the song. But really, it just ends with no time for losers because we are the champions. And then there's a little instrumental part and it just cuts out after that. Yep. They never finish it with of the world. And I never thought about that. Until so go today. back and listen to that song right now. Yeah, it's very strange. It's it, The thing is, it's a really weird way how to end that, if you ask yeah. me, now that I think about it. And I'm sure they would never have thought to do that and never thought that would trick people in any way and that just that was the way to end it. But it's, it's something you don't think about because it's just your brain automatically thinks of one thing one way. And then when, when you learn about these things, like that's why it's so weird to hear and so mind-boggling is that it completely changes the way you think about something and makes it seem like what you know is just wrong and, and everything else you know is wrong. Yeah. Um, I'll give a couple more. Here's one that is uh, also extremely popular. Snow White, you've probably seen it. And if you haven't, you'll know this phrase. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who is the greatest of them all? Whatever. I'm not. I'm not a Disney kid. <laughs> um, who is the fairest of them all? Actually, the witch does not say that. She says, "Magic mirror on the wall." She does not say "mirror, mirror on the wall." And I'm pretty sure there's actually like a thing called "mirror, mirror." Isn't like maybe like a yeah. Movie. Yeah. However many like fairy tale books or kids' books that's been recreated in where it's been mirror mirror never was the line originally. Yep. So uh yeah, Carter has just uh pointed us to another one. Uh I mean if when you were younger you probably watched a myriad of shows, um, but one that uh always comes to my mind when it comes to Mandela effect, the one that I've actually I've known for a while is the Berenstein Bears. You might, Steen, you know that Berenstein yeah. is, it's not what you think it is. Yeah. You might think that when, when you like have heard of that show or have like ever watched that show, that it would be spelled um, like B-A-R-E-N-S-T-E-I-N. So Berenstein or Berenstein, whatever, however you pronounce it. But it's actually written as Berenstein Bears. It's S-T-A-I-N. Yep which I never even knew until today. And that, that freaked me out. Cause I watched that show a ton as a yeah. kid. Um, yeah. It's the thing is about these Mandela effects is that we, 
never I don't I don't think I can ever put myself push myself to really accept him because no matter what's gonna happen, I'm gonna say, Luke, I am your father. Not yep. no, I am your father. And if I see and honestly, if I ever see like a, a, a thing of Oscar Mayer hot dogs again, I'm probably gonna see M E Y A R on there if I'm not looking really closely. For sure. I didn't even know there was an A in it. I didn't even know there was two O's in fruit, apparently, in Fruit Loops. Yeah. Which is <laughs> kind of gross. <laughs> but it definitely is spooky. And if you have any more, just send them it, in to yeah, us. Yeah, send them in. We we'll we'll mention at them at some point. Yeah. What we wanted to get into, uh, I know you mentioned We Are the Champions mm-hmm. and, and Queen earlier, is um, the brand new uh, Queen movie, um, Bohemian Rhapsody, just came out last week. And uh, Ben and I, along with Carter and a few of our other friends, we uh, saw it on Friday night mm-hmm. and want to take some time to talk about that because I thought, despite any reviews you might read, I thought it was beautiful. Yeah. Um us being queen fans and i think ev i i still have not found a person who says i do not enjoy queen the thing is too i don't think you need to be a queen fan Mm-mm. to enjoy that movie because we were talking to um our good friend jack bolander last night and he said he had just seen the movie and he knew nothing about queen and he loved it I mean, he knew queen he didn't know yeah like he he knew the songs and everything but he mm-hmm. didn't know any like details into freddie mercury's life or any of the other uh, band members yeah so to keep you up, if you do not know who Queen is, it's okay. But you probably know the song "We Are the Champions" or "We Will Rock You," or "Bohemian Rhapsody," or you another know, one bites another the one dust. bites the dust, which is huge. Oh yeah, um, just so many great songs come from this band, and this was a movie about Freddie Mercury's life, uh, kind of also like band history, mm-hmm. and it was played by um, uh, Rami Malek was yeah. uh, the actor's name who played Freddie Mercury. Um, he has. I think he has only uh, previously done TV show work. He was on a show called Mr. Robot, which I haven't seen. But He's on it, Twilight as well. He's, yeah. yeah. Um, but I thought he did an absolutely phenomenal mm-hmm. job um, wow. with the character. Uh, if uh, Here's a, a really quick Freddie Mercury fact for you is that he had, um, I think they said in the movie, he had four additional teeth in the back of his mouth. And so he had his front teeth, his top uh layer of teeth would stick out way past his bottom teeth and of course um in the movie uh the actor wore fake teeth to do this and something i learned about him doing that character is that before they even started filming for almost a year before that he would wear those teeth to get used to the character and get used to speaking and singing with it like that which is just unbelievable in in that dedication and everything yeah and the thing is i really encourage you guys to go watch this movie because it is, it really is a great movie and you can really tell how much love goes into Freddie Mercury's life. And if you didn't know, Freddie Mercury was the lead singer of the band famous for a whole bunch of stuff. I mean, he had a solo career for a little bit. He, like I told you, was the lead and he died like 1990, 1991, 1991 said, yeah. of AIDS. And he started, um, a whole, you know, whole foundation, a whole yeah. foundation, a movement, a whole band. Um, and it's, this is a really good story. If you ask me, I think it was very well done. Mm-hmm. The music is just something you just, you know, me and me, Flaco and Carter roll up there. Like there was, I don't think there was a single moment when the songs were playing that it was either yeah, one we of us singing just along doing or something. dancing or getting into it. Um, the biggest thing that really did it for this movie for me 
was the true attention to detail they paid with every single venue, like every costume and like, and the whole way of how they depicted Freddie Mercury and him as a person. Um, because, excuse me, obviously an actor can only do so much, um, when it comes to playing a real life person. Um, but the, the movie ends, um, I won't like spoil anything of how they do it, but the movie ends showing, um, Queen's set at the live aid concert from 1985. And if you ever look up, um, footage of the the real queen obviously doing their set and how that whole concert looked as it was at Wembley Stadium which was a huge huge soccer stadium and then you watch this movie there is nothing that is off in any way shape or form every single detail about how that Wembley Stadium looked because it's been it's since been demolished now yeah um every single detail about the stage about the backdrop about the stadium about the crowd and about the songs and even the choreography is all a hundred percent spot on with exactly how they did it um it with the real thing and in the movie which is an, just huge i mean for for me and anyone else being a queen fan but for anyone else who might not even know the band that well um i mean that's an absolute like true telling of their dedication to it and an absolute absolutely great factor for this movie yeah, uh, what's crazy is that, you know, a lot of people were like really like, oh, this movie's not going to do very good because, you know, there was apparently a couple director switches. There was um, actor switches mm-hmm. as well. Just The actor who played Freddie was not even originally going to play Freddie Mercury. It was originally going to be Sasha Baron Cohen, who you might know um, for Borat, for The Dictator, for all those different types of roles. I mean, I, I actually would have loved to see him play because I think he would have done a great job, but that's absolutely not taking away um, from Rami Malek and what he did with that character because I, I thought it was beautiful. Yeah, and they made uh, uh, like uh, an extreme amount of money for their opening show, opening night. Um, they had collected $50 million from U.S. and the Canadian theaters, uh, theater, theaters in their debut. Um, they made so much money off it, and... The thing is, um, I really think that uh, the critics were really, <laughs> critics were critical, um, but everybody's a critic. And I think that, you know, um, it's hard to express Freddie Mercury's life because he was also a very personal, shy guy, apparently. Um, but the actor did a lot of research on mm-hmm. it. And I know that... Um Brian May and Roger Taylor, who were the real uh, guitarist and drummer of Queen, I know they had a really, really big part to play in in the uh, in the production of that movie, and so I- I'm glad that they had a part in it to make it um, pr- like historically accurate and also true to Freddie Mercury's character as much as they could for a movie, um, w- which was really great to see and really like for for anybody watching it can really be appreciated in, in that type of setting. Yeah, so that does it for this episode um let's uh do let's so this week we are planning on doing one more interview uh interview actually we're doing we're gonna do our first interview um we won't tell you who it is that's what i was gonna say i don't know let's let's not reveal it just yet yeah not yet but it, it will be um a very good interview and a very fun interview to do and it's gonna be special so yep i'm i'm looking forward to it and um yeah, so we'll we'll get this episode out there. Um, let you guys have this for a couple of days and uh, hear it. 
and uh, we were planning on shooting our interview in the next couple of days and hopefully doing this sort of schedule of uh, two or so podcasts a week. Um, thank you all very much for listening. Uh, thank you for all the support and all the feedback you've given us. And uh, until next time, we'll see you later. See you.